and gets himself two years with the top football program in the, in the world, yeah. somehow, some way, wills his way. Did 20... he lose two years? Were they undefeated both years? I thought they lost one last year, didn't they? I don't remember. Maybe uh, not. Right. Sick analyst we are. <laughs> um, yes, I do. Let's play football. Life, 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 life with football. What's up, people? Welcome back. This is the Life with Football podcast, second episode of 2023. We are rolling this year. I'm, I'm your host, Kyle Smith, co-host, Tim Smith. Big bro, what's up, man? Yo, yo, what's good, man? Two weeks in a row? Hot streak. Yep, love it. Keep it rolling, bro. We got a good week to review. Several things will be nice and compact and quick. We got the college football championship. We got the NFL playoffs, which is huge. Fantastic weekend for the playoffs, oh by the way. But yeah, just from the, like, go ahead, keep going. But, I mean, <laughs> no. Brady Allen returning to Purdue, boiler up. And a little Jim Harbaugh back to UM. I'm kind of, con- I'm kind of curious about that. We'll talk I'm about it. Happy about that. I mean, not, not bringing up the Purdue fandom, but. I like him in college football. I think it brings a, you know. Yes, yes, yes. More and a figure to it. We will revisit. Yeah. Last Monday, college football championship. Shoof. An absolute blowout. The Georgia Bulldogs take over and dominate TCU 65-7 to to win their second national championship in a row. How much did you watch of that game, man? I we I watched I watched a good amount of it. I mean, obviously, you fall off and tend to hit up a rerun of Big Bang Theory or something <laughs> when it's fifty-five to three in the in, you know third quarter. I think I was done at halftime, which is probably yeah. the story with a lot of these games that I thought were blowouts. Some of them yeah. came back because those aren't blowouts. Those are just that just shows you the the ten. And I'm not knocking talent for TC. They had a great year, oh, but. Georgia is just, it's too much. They, you know, they're loaded. What are you going to do? It's insane. Yeah. Um, the hierarchy of talent that's uh, moving through the SEC, man, is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah think about it, too. They're not resting players. Kids that are playing, I mean, that's just more tape for them. So they're playing that whole game. You know what I mean? Guys yeah. going to the NFL or whatever it may be. Like, they're playing. So that's why you're seeing 65-7. They, they want tape. Hey, Kirby Smart and the boys, two in a row, the talk around the shows and, and the game and all that, and was kind of kind of interesting because my man Nick Saban was, you know, on the uh, the panel and the analysts and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, who was the guy next to him? I think it was um, dude from Georgia. Was it Georgia? What's his name? I don't know. I don't remember who it was. I did, I did see the part where Saban says flat out, TCU's got to score 40 points to win the game. Yeah, and of course, Nick was right. David David Pollock. Yeah, David Pollock said, I guess, said, did he take the shot that Georgia was the new dynasty in college football? Sitting right next to Nick Saban. That's fantastic. And I didn't put it together that he's from Georgia. I didn't really realize that. You played against him in the uh, Capital One. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, as he said it, I just thought it was a regular analyst. I didn't think he had that allegiance to the Bulldogs. Who else was out there? Prime was out there. My man Deion Sanders yeah, it was bringing the, the circus, man. Just the yeah. circus. 
Dion brings a whole different circus to his. He's just, I can't believe how far he's come already. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, an instant and make an instant impact, man. It's kind of crazy. Pretty great story, bro. Yeah, I'm real interested to see how that all transpires by signing day. Yeah. So, I mean, about the game itself, not much to talk about other than other than the news. I mean, not necessarily the news, but the story of Stetson Bennett. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, walks on, right, to Georgia. Goes to leaves to JUCO, comes back with the scholarship to Georgia, or just walks on again. I think he was um, what do they call it a priority walk on, Uh, preferred walk on, yeah, walk on, yeah. Walks back on to Georgia, and gets himself two years with the top football program in in the world. Somehow, some way, wills his way. Did he lose two years? Were they undefeated both years? I thought they lost one last year, didn't they? I don't remember. Maybe not. Sick analyst we are. (laughs) Um, So two years in a row, guy dominates, two national championships, um, 24 years old. I hear a lot. I heard a lot like TikTok and social with all that stuff about like how old he is and younger, playing against younger guys. Listen, the level of competition that goes on at at that level, I don't care if you're 40 years old, if you're 18 years old, like – you just got to be on top of it. I don't see any type of difference with that age. Chris Ranky won a Heisman at 30. <laughs> he wasn't 30. He was about 27, though. Older than this kid. Chris Wanky, Florida State, minor league baseball player, right? Then goes to play football and gets himself a Heisman at like 27. And plays in the league. Yeah. Um, but it, just a tremendous story with Bennett. Yeah. He's and a he, good player. And I, I didn't realize, like, he's – they have him listed as shorter shorter than Drew Brees. Mm. So, he's only, like, 5'10", five, 5'11", five, you know, right there. Does he get any looks, any prospects? Uh, yeah, I Got think, to, right? He said two national titles. He's a winner. He's a gamer. You can see how he plays. He's not playing like he's the smallest guy out there. You know yeah. what I mean? He's I think – dude. I think Tua broke the mold and uh, yeah. Kyler Murray, even though he whips around the football field, but – both of those guys but under six foot, and that's the new uh, new model coming into the NFL. Like uh, Kyler Murray, he could protect himself. You know what I mean? Like that's the problem with Tua and even a Stenson Bennett. And then we got you got me a little excited about the physicality, the man, and just the way he's grown is number eight in wearing red and blue. But you know that'll be another topic. Old DJ, no doubt. Yeah. You mentioned something about the twelve team playoff before. What do you got? Yeah. Like, do you think games like this, right, when there's such a the, – the balance is not, you know, it's not even with certain teams. And even like Purdue, right, they get thrown in against an SEC team. Twice it's happened to them in, what, four years? Auburn, LSU. Mm-hmm. But then they – then last year they put up 55 against another. But I digress there too. Do you think expansion and having more teams involved is better – or do you think we're going to see more of lopsided football and, you know, the, the talent just demoralizing the other teams? I think if you look at it, we got two options, right? Like a lot of the stuff I have at work, it's like, okay, what are, the, what are your options? What are your, what are your, what's your path to a decision or a solution? Yeah. One path, we got bowl games as is. We got the new focus on the athlete and the player, giving them more yeah. rights and power which leads to opting out and doing whatever they need to do, transfer portal, all that stuff. So 
I don't see much changing as far as a bowl game. Like you can't require these kids. I'm not sure what they can do for a regular bowl game to get these kids to play. Yeah. On the other side, you got expand the playoffs where honestly the only teams that are fully intact are those in the football playoff because they're playing for a national championship. So the more teams you can get into that funnel to compete and say, Hey, these bowl games are for the national championship. I think you'll get more, more teams that are intact and more, more roster spots, more people opting to actually finish their season. I no, I agree with you. I, 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 I agree with that. And don't forget, I mean, it's any any given freaking Saturday, man. The the underdog is always there. Yes, the popular story would be SEC and pummeling anybody that's that's in their way, but could catch them on a bad day, man. Yeah, no, you're right. It's football. You're right. Um, and you know what, too? I guarantee with this transfer portal, NIL deals, you're going to see more 25-year-old kids playing in college football. Especially if you were you or you know, there's going to be a certain amount where they are still eligible for that six year because of coronavirus. Right, they missed the year, so you're going to see older kids uh, sticking around and and you know making money off their college experience. To be honest with you, it's messy, man. Messy. It is, but uh, I mean, if they have they have the avenue to do so, why not? Because what was I doing after my last year of football? I was working at a freaking bar and installing closets. So <laughs> I would have stayed for another one. Yeah. All about it. Anyway, moving on to a couple a couple smaller topics, but significant Brady Allen, the next hopeful for the Purdue Boilermakers yeah. quote unquote, the next drew Brees. Born and raised state of Indiana, commits to Purdue. Yeah, comes to a, comes for a fall. Then we find the man. Brom leaves. Then we find the kid in the transfer portal, and yeah. now we get news that he is back in action. He tested out the waters. I wonder what the waters look like, and yeah, um, and decided right. to come back. Yeah. What do you think? It's that scares me a little bit that they weren't. You know, obviously there weren't too many people i don't know anything about nothing i'm just right, saying right someone that was legit I, i'd grab him right away you know what i mean let me see him yeah so that is me that no one did offer we don't know yeah you don't did. know my other thing is you come back after they bring in hudson card so what does that dynamic feel like for a player you know what i mean yeah i honestly think it's um it's a probably a and again all conjecture because we don't know yeah. It's a great job by the the new head guy. Yeah. To bring somebody back. I think okay, you got you got a kid that probably grew up, right? Like thinking about this school right up the road. Nice. Stuff happens. People in the ear never know what happens. New head coach not sure who the coach is going to be. Why not? I would think about it too. Why not throw the name into the free agency pool, yeah. see what comes my way. With I think the inkling and like the loyalty or the thing at the bottom of your gut that says I've always wanted to be a Boilermaker. So new head coach comes in, attacks it right away is what I'm assuming starts to build that, uh, that relationship, those conversations. And I'm sure there were other conversations Dude, There are like, I mean, so you see some of the transfers that are like moving up in the world. That's interesting. Like I'm telling you when I was, when I was coaching, 
and you got some sort of transfer and you had game tape, like game tape, legit game tape. Yeah. If I'm an FCS school or a small school and I got game tape from a division one FBS school, like we'll snatch it up right away. You yeah. just want to know that this kid's not an absolute bust and yeah. your resume speaks for itself. You got game film, you're playing out there, you're competing. We know you're disciplined enough that can make it like that. Then we're taking you instead of a high school kid that we are totally unsure about when you leave mom's house, you know? So yeah. I think, I think it was a scenario where it's just my guess. Like I said, a guy or uh, a kid that always had a passion for being there, but yeah. took the, made the common sense decision to see what's, what else is out there. And then as soon as it looked okay to come back home with the new head coach and the new situation, I think yeah. he was on his way back. I like that. I mean, it's exciting. I'm I'm thankful. I was upset when I saw that him going out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to lose that guy. Yeah, I'm hoping for some good stuff from old Allen, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some extra. I mean, some moves being made, man. I think uh, some positives. I saw a lot on social with the new staff, like all over Indianapolis, and trying to take care of the home state. Um, yeah. My man. Um. Kendrick from Cathedral, we talked about a bunch. Yeah. Saw a tweet with the whole staff literally in his living room. So they're they're out there working, man. So we'll see. Um, that's, got, the, that's in the job description, baby, right there. That's it. Hit the pavement. Hit the trail and go. What um we I don't know what the connection is with Arkansas, but we got a tandem, a dual two two kids from Arkansas transfers. What positions we got? Uh, defensive lineman and uh, I believe a safety. It is a safety. So these guys were. I think he recruited them to Illinois. Got it. They were transfer portal or something with that effect. So whoever he was communicating with in the portal before he got the Purdue job, you're starting to see a couple of little trickle downs. Yeah. Uh, they also had the kid uh, offensive lineman come in. He's from. Uh, I'm going to say Bowling Max. Green. Yeah, I think it was Bowling Green. Bowling Green, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, he and that was another kid they said that was in contact through to go to Illinois. With Illinois. Sheesh, man. Yeah. Slight I'm, moves. It's just like all domino effects. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Saying in the college world, Jim Harbaugh, the old ball coach, is yeah. mo- coming back to the University of Michigan. Uh, supposedly, obviously, uh, what was it, a release from the president? Yeah. Of the of Michigan, so I'm assuming that's a credible source. But um, it's very interesting to me, man. Harbaugh doesn't seem to be a guy that's just like at the. I don't want to say cutting edge, maybe uh, recruiting wise, all those cr- all the crazy nuances that go that's going on for guys that have been in that profession for so long. Yeah. I would be I I'm surprised that they're not jumping and chomping at the bit to get to the NFL and get out of the recruiting world altogether. But I'm sure they made the deal pretty sweet. Yeah, I agree because he's an older dude too. He's still, you know, he still makes his trips and stuff. But as a fan of a Big Ten team, it sucks for all of us on the football field because that just means Michigan is just dangerous all the time. Best team in the conference. Ohio State division's going to change after next season with USC and UCLA. So (laughs) things are going to get interesting, my friend. Exactly, man. I really wish they would have pulled one out against TCU and see what happens. Yeah. I think Michigan's defense would have taken it a little bit, you know, had some more pride at some point. Yeah. As always, we shall see. It'll be another interesting offseason. 
as these uh, recruiting classes finish up over the next few weeks. Just keep working, coach. Come on, baby. <laughs> keep it rolling. Bring them into Come West on. Lafayette. Can we move on to the big ticket item? Oh, man, let's get it. How about those NFL playoffs this weekend? We've still got one game to go, which is phenomenal on a Monday night. Yeah, really is. What a great weekend. Makes you love the expansion. Makes you love the extra team into the playoffs to get that. You know what I mean? That Ref- this is it's awesome. Refresh me on the expansion. I'm what a rookie. Mean? So what? Well, the, like what changed? It wasn't just this year. It was right. last year. Oh, they added so the one, the one seed. They added an extra wild card team. So the one seed is the only one getting the bye. Gotcha. So there's three games for each conference on wild card weekend. So we got and an we, extra team. Go ahead. We got treated to some good ones too, man. Yeah. Really good TV and good football. I think uh, 49ers Seattle was was up there. I mean, they were they were battling, yeah. and then a uh, couple of mistakes here and there. I was I was kind of pulling for Geno, man. Kind of what a crazy season, awesome season, good for him. A little comeback, a big comeback for him career wise. What a journey. Yeah. Pro and bowler, pro bowl, pro bowler, awesome. Um, yeah. Then the 49ers just kind of. I'm trying to think of the play that actually happened, but I can't remember it at this point. Yeah, as a button, you know. Oh, it's a strip sack. <clears throat> and then McCaffrey. that's when I go click, click off the channel. <laughs> McCaffrey, Debo, yeah, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Yeah. You know, they're rolling on off, and the kid Purdy's just getting them the ball, baby. And Ding. Yeah. And they got, uh, what's his name? Trent Williams at left tackle. Dude, that offense is unbelievable. Yeah. And then let's flip to the other side where they have a Goliath. That is faster than everybody in Nick Bosa, bro. That guy's ridiculous. Unreal. I just, I like, it, it amazes me the amount of like brothers that are in there in the NFL playing at the same time, like the Watts and the freaking, the Bosa's this last weekend. Yeah. And think about it. The Bosa's, the other Bosa, he had a tough night, man. Yeah. After, he had a tough night after. Jaguars come from tremendous deficit. What was it? 27 nothing. Chargers. 20- 27 zip chargers. I turn it off again at halftime. And I think uh, we look at the ESPN app late. Actually, it was the next morning and see that the Jaguars pull it off, dude. Trevor Lawrence has never lost the game on a Saturday. That's insane. That's a really weird stat. Bro. It is from high school to college to uh, first of all, the guy's never lost a game in college, right? Oh, yeah. Um, well, maybe not. When maybe it played. wasn't on a Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's just insane. And like the difference, what's the big difference there? What's the big difference from it's it's the QB, right? But what does that make Urban Meyer look like? And like that whole structure is that moves to Peterson and what they're doing. Urban Meyer shouldn't coach again, bro. That that was such mm. a bad look. You that know was what a I mean? bad look. Yo, but Trevor Lawrence, think about it. Halftime. Four picks, five turnovers. They come out, four TD passes, no turnovers, and win the game. I We were playing poker. I, full disclosure, I was in the poker gallery at the Gorman's house on Saturday night. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we were watching. We were wa- I watched the whole game. It was right in front of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence was Thor. He was on. He might as well have been in the Avengers. He was Second doing it. Half. Then Sunday comes along. Bills hold off against the Dolphins. What a battle that was. Bro, do you realize that was a, almost a five-and-a-half-hour football game? No, I didn't know that. The third quarter started at, like, 4-10. 
What a marathon. If anybody's on the anybody that has advances on the downslope, it looks like the Bills right now. And yeah. let's let's I think Becca brought this up to me. It was let's uh give a little leeway as their teammate a couple of weeks ago was yeah. literally on his deathbed. Yeah. Which no, I, prayers yeah. up and all positive news for DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, I just think I love Josh Allen. I think he's a great I think he's great. Yeah. But he just I think he's too intense, bro. Too as intense. Yeah, as a quarterback, you want to be intense. You want to be balling. You want to be, but you also got to control your emotions. Where you don't force passes, you don't turn the ball over, you don't get into fist fights with three hundred pound linemen, right? <laughs> and shit like that, bro. I think he's great. He's great for the game. Yeah, who knows? Tell that to freaking Brett Favre, the a legendary QB. I get it. I get it. I think yeah, I I get what you're saying. There's a lot of styles, but. Not everybody could be Joey Burrow as cool as the other side of the pillow. No, exactly. That's the. I think that's the difference in some guys that have multiple rings. I think that's one of the intangibles that you see instead of guys like Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers who only have the ones who are great players, Hall of Famers, greatest of all times. I get that. But there's a. I think there's a split on a certain character trait that someone has that's going to allow them to and repeat instead of the guys losing their cool or – being too intense, throwing a fucking stupid interception for no reason. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. Be, uh, very high highs, very low lows. Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to skip our favorite game because we can come back to it, but the Bengals top the Ravens 24-17. to 17. No Lamar Jackson. Shout out to yeah. Huntley, though. I think I respect that performance. Yeah. Um, but the big play on that goal line was insane. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah of course. Going over the top, punched the ball out. Yeah. What's that? Marcus Bailey escaped the blocking in the back call at the end of that run. Oh, really? I didn't see that. However, I did see uh, a TikTok that, um, what's his name? Head guy was giving away the ball game balls, and he was just yeah. saying how the defense was did a great job. He was like, so, Lou, I'll let you take this. I didn't even send this to you, but um, Anarumo comes, you know, he tosses on the ball. And Arumo comes from the back of the of the room and freaking spikes the football in the middle of the locker room, nice. and throws an, and drops an f bomb right, right in front of the camera. Fantastic, classic Louis A. I love that third. I love that rivalry game too. In that situation, yeah, they got scrappy in that one. Yeah. Oh, they hate each other, man. Yeah, that was a really good game. I, I felt bad for Huntley though. He did play tough, man. He had that. He was there. Right. The windows is just insane. The windows, how they shrink for the playoffs, like instantly. It's it's yeah. like like baseball, like any other, I guess, sport. But it's like every play, every motion, every everything, every penalty, everything matters. Yeah. And uh, you just can't get too deep in the hole because then you can't get out. I will usually. I'm I'm for bashing the stupid referees, which I might throw a bash in the <laughs> segment, but. I will say this for this wildcard weekend, they did let the men play in yeah. all aspects. There could have been some like, all right, guys, they're, they're, that's a penalty. You could throw the flag now. You know what I mean? Right. But so I will say that it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Let's rewind it to Sunday uh, afternoon, about 445, 450 kickoff. The New York football giants pull a fantastic victory out in Minnesota. Love it. Under Skull Viking and all that stuff. What is that? 
I don't know. It's just a battle cry, which is kind of sweet, bro. I respect it. You know, I like I like the Vikings. I like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I like uh, everybody involved, but didn't like them yesterday because they were up against the G-Men. And I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for Cousins to show that kind of playoff demise. And it didn't come really until that. It really didn't come other than that fourth down throw at the end of the game. Yeah, 100%. I Cousins, I, today I was listening to a radio show here in New York, and one of the guys on the show, they called him a robot. And not necessarily in a bad way, just basically saying, like, that fourth and eight, that throw is Kirk Cousins going, you know, first progression, second, third. All right, here's my check down. Like, he doesn't take the risks. He doesn't want to throw the ball up into Justin Jefferson's hands for just the last shot. You know what I mean? Right. Well. And that hurts his, that hurts, his uh, hurts making plays. Yeah, but here's my response to the New York radio. I don't know who was saying it. If it's Boomer, then respect it. But anybody else? It was Tiki Barber. Okay. Well, the Giants had two people on uh, on yep. what's Jefferson all game. They had You break to the right, there's a guy. You break to the left, there's a guy. He was shut down schematically, which yep. opened up the, you know, I know for, I don't know for the fact, but their strategy was, what is it, Hawkinson? Yeah, Hawkinson. Let Hawkinson beat us. If he beats us, then we're all okay. You know what I'm saying? And you saw it. He made some big-ass plays, yeah, and did. they let, you know, Cousins was throwing him the football. That's where they went. And I'll also say that if if it wasn't for a phenomenal tackle one-on-one by whatever whoever that was. Xavier McKinney. Xavier McKinney. Then Hawkinson shakes that, and it's a first down, and they're still rolling. And yeah, Tiki Barber and everybody in, on the radio could – you know, shut it. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't, you know, I can't do it. Like, the analysis that says this is what he should have done. Nobody is in the meeting room. Like, that has been, that's probably their fourth and freaking 11 to 15 call. And they yeah. practice it 700 times. And Hawkinson breaks that tackle one-on-one seven yeah. out of nine times, you know? Agreed. So, uh, in summary, Giants take uh, the victory of the Vikings 31-24. Talk a little bit about the heroes for the Giants, man. I mean, it, it's so hard. First off, I'll get it. Daniel Jones, <laughs> insane. But I'm also going to say who else was insane, and it's number 97 on that defense. Mm. My man was a, no sacks. No one had a sack, but my man was on it all day. There's video. There's plenty of tape, like you said earlier. See the tape. My man was Aaron Donnellan. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were pushing him in. All of them. All of them. Other than that, I mean, Daniel Jones, it's amazing to see. And just, I'm so happy that I never bashed him. I wasn't one of those guys that just, you know, he sucked. He sucked. Boom, 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 boom. My man was lights out on Sunday, bro. Lights out. Lights out. Um, Right from you saw it right away. He even tried to stiff off in Patrick Peterson. Let's go. <laughs> 24 for 35, 301 yards passing, average of 8.6, a completion, two TDs, no picks. Not a lot of picks over the playoffs, by the way, across the board. Yeah, um, did you see the record that he created? Yeah, the like first- the first player. What was it? Throw for 300, rush for rush 70. And have two passing touchdowns. Yeah, whatever that combo is. Still insane. Yeah. It was just saying, basically, insane game. Um, and you know what? Happy for uh, old Saquon as well, because yeah. I saw a clip. I wish I had it from him in an interview. Like I felt like everything just switched where 
I felt like I was the best running back in the NFL, which he was, yeah. gets hurt, gets hurt again. People write him off, see you later, terrible draft pick, blah, 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 and comes back as a healthy running back and freaking dominates, and he just looked like people were just avoiding him. The second hand, his second touchdown, it was literally like a one-on-one. Uh, he took the ball and up against a 300-pound D tackle and just quadded it out for three yards yeah. to the end zone, which was amazing. Yeah, it was Dalvin Tomlinson, too, former Giant. Everybody hated when he left. Mm, that's Him right. I didn't recognize that. Rookie year. As a Giant fan, seeing Saquon is just like everything he does, every time he touches the ball, it's what you thought you were going to get. Like he can make anybody miss at any time, outrun anybody. The guy is a freak, dude. Yeah. And I'm just so happy for him. Some good stuff. Happy to see. Excited for the next round, which is going to be a tough one. Um, really quick, we got the Cowboys Bucks tonight. What are your thoughts about that game? Let's go Tom Brady. Let's go Brady. Tommy Brady. Is it bad that I want I, I, I want to see three NFC East teams left in the playoffs and I go mean, for the Cowboys? I wouldn't care if the Cowboys didn't win a, re- a game for the rest of their franchise history, bro. <laughs> I could care less. The more they lose, the happier I am. Simple as that. Respect. Um, so the the Cowboys take on the Bucks tonight in Tampa Bay. The winner plays the 49ers. Um, the other NFC games, the G-Men at Philly. Let's and, go, Philly. Let's go. And then we got on the other side, Chiefs, Jaguars, Bengals, Bills again which is interesting. All I know is I'm not scared to go into Philadelphia this week. Let's go. It's on, man. It's on. I don't think I'd want anybody else. And if Daniel Jones plays like he did on Sunday, we just need a couple more stops on D man. Like it was just that game was flawless on offense. Other than Slayton's drop on that fourth down or it was a third down, fourth down. It was third down, third down. Which it happens, you know, big big drop, whatever. But other than that, I mean, they just moved the ball down the field every drive. Phenomenal. It was so impressive. It was a fun game to watch. It was a great football game. Yep, Giants fans are happy. We've been through it. Brian Dable, how you doing? Doing good guy. Like the attitude. We're feeling it. It's such a positive thing, man. It's so ah. <laughs> It definitely hit the tear jerks on Sunday, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, no I was doubt. a wreck. Good times. Um, so solid week. Solid week. We're we're in it for another one. Uh, this past weekend, I uh, platform sports league checked out um, high school football winter showcase. So Indiana Preps um, puts on a bunch of showcases. I was there. We were in Noblesville. Just a bunch of studs, bunch of athletes. Got some mic'd up moments with players and coaches. So we got some good content coming this next nice. weekend. I don't have anything. We got a little seven-year-old girls basketball. Nice. And uh, other than that, some home projects. So if anybody's listening and has some events that PSL needs to get their eyes on, reach out. We'll be there. Saturday night, eight fifteen. Eagles G-Men. Let's get it. Night game. Love it. All right, boys and girls, anything else you got? Nah, man, it's just always a pleasure. Love, I love the podcast, bro. It's fantastic. It's a good time. We got to not catch up until the podcast like this one. It feels like we go smoother. Solid one, man. Everybody Solid. enjoy their evening. Enjoy their week. Get after it. We'll see you next time. Yes, I do. Let's play football.
life, 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 life with football. When you leave the train, please step over the gap between the train and the platform.